This is Live Mike. Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry. Hey, welcome back. You know I get distracted easily. Well, it happened again. During the commercial break, I was. Uh, we've got a big wall of TVs here. It's kind of how we stay up to date on this and that. We've got a few of the 24-hour cable networks on there. We've got all the local channels up there. I can see, oh, there's KSL 5 TV. Oh, 13, 2, and 4. we got them all up there. Uh, plus a little bit of CNN, a little bit of Fox News. Um, I just saw, now again, this is a radio station. We're big on audio. I've got all the TVs turned off, so I only get to read what's at the bottom. And I probably shouldn't deliver this story just based on what I saw crawling across the bottom of the screen. But what I was able to gather, they were interviewing just a moment ago a a Stanford researcher uh, claiming that the hybrid model uh, in the workplace is here to stay. Yeah, so when part of the workforce is at home on their laptop in their gym jams, that's what we call jammies, pajamas in the Lonsbury household, uh, gym jams. Come on, Piper, time to get your gym jams on. Let's go. Come on, let's go. Time for bed. Gym jams, that's what we call them. Uh, when half the country is at home working in their gym jams, uh, wondering when they'll be called back into the workplace, a good portion of you aren't getting called back. That's according to a Stanford researcher, at least uh, as he was interviewed moments ago on uh, Fox News. Uh, so I won't, I won't delve too far into that, but you know how I feel, both in terms of the workplace and the educational setting. Th- there is so much value. There's so much value in the face-to-face communication, so much value there in the uh, like in the in body language and seeing someone's uh, eyes light up or even darken as you're back and forth uh, debating an idea uh, or a, a prospect. You know, maybe you're uh, working on some new client and you're putting together the strategy on how to best approach them. That's difficult to do. That's difficult to do via email. That's difficult to do via Zoom or Teams or whatever the software program you have employed at your place of work. Yeah. Don't let go of that, the importance of, of nuance and, uh, and body language and subtlety. It's a big part of who we are. It's a big part of how we communicate. It's a big part of what brings us together. And if we sacrifice it in the name of saving some money on uh, on office space, getting those lease payments down, uh, I think we end up sacrificing uh, much more than is worth the gains uh, in in overhead. Anyway, that's uh, that's my quick little reaction to, <laughs> they call it the lower third where they throw a couple of words there on the bottom of the screen. I read that and I thought, oh man, I hope that's not the case. Okay, let's get back to the topic at hand. This uh, this vaccine today being the, the first day that eligibility is expanded here in the state of Utah to 16 plus, that's a big deal. Uh, you, you may be sick and tired of hearing me talking about this today, but I'm doing so because it really is. A, a big, big deal. And as soon as supply catches up with demand, which if you go online and try to book something right now, best of luck to you. If you go to coronavirus.utah.gov, which will then navigate you to any one of the any one of the many outlets, that's pharmacies, that's grocery stores, that's healthcare providers. Um, if you go to any one of them, you might find that, oh, no, you can't, can't quite schedule something. You're certainly eligible, but the calendar's pretty booked up. Uh, stay, stay with it. Stick with it. Keep refreshing. Openings will uh, certainly come. Now, 
This morning, as uh, we're preparing for the program, producer Robin shared with me a fascinating survey. A survey that looks at what America... Now, listen, not everyone is as lucky as we are here in Utah or Alaska or Mississippi or Arizona. Those four states are, are the four that have opened eligibility wide open. Okay? There was a survey conducted not all that long ago that looked at areas of the United States where, uh, where eligibility is not yet wide open. And they created a hypothetical where if, if, if you getting the vaccine was not taking it from someone else, what would you give up? What would you give up to get a COVID-19 vaccine tomorrow? And the survey was fascinating. It, it, it started uh, looking at straight up cash. How much would you spend to get it tomorrow? Uh, And 43%, 43% of the Americans surveyed here would not be willing to spend any money. 23% would spend uh, under 100 bucks, and that would be good for them. A quarter of Americans would would drop just under 100 bucks. And uh, as the price increases, understandably, the, the percentage of Americans willing to pay that goes down until you get to a thousand or more. Here, let, let me walk through these ranges and see uh, just what you think. Now, I'm not advocating this because obviously, first, I, I think it's illegal. I, I think that uh, like a vaccine, a COVID-19 vaccine black market, I think that's pretty, pretty well uh, uh, cut and dry illegal. Uh, but, you know, the question was asked nonetheless, and it's a fun thought exercise. Uh, between 100 and 250 bucks, 14 percent. Uh, south of 500 bucks, 8 percent. Between 500 and 750 is 4 percent, uh, and between 750 and 1,000 is 3 percent. And then you get a jump where there's 5 percent of Americans willing to pay uh, over a grand, which I don't think I would. I don't think I would. Now, uh, let's get into a little more exciting of a thought exercise. Now, let's say it's not money. Let's say it is some pastime or some indulgence of yours. What would you be willing to give up for a year to, uh, be, to you know, receive immunity? Let's, let's forget even vaccine. Let's just say uh, COVID immunity, right? Because maybe some of you aren't too excited about the vaccine. There are 12% of you out there. Hopefully you change your mind soon. Anyway, if, uh, if you could, in exchange for COVID-19 immunity, give something up for a year, uh, what would you give up? The same survey uh, put that question to, uh, I think it was like multiple thousands of Americans. And the results that came back are interesting. Uh, I'm going to give you, they break it down by gender. I'm going to give you the uh, the overall, like the combined uh, score. Alcohol, 27% would give up alcohol for a year in exchange for uh, COVID-19 vaccine. Netflix or other streaming services, uh, about 23%. This one's interesting. The The male-female disparity is pretty large on this one. 32% of men said they would give up uh, streaming services. So that's Netflix or Hulu, whatever you watch your, uh, your shows on. 32% of men said they would give that up for a year. Uh, women, on the other side, uh, on the other hand, 14%. 32% of men said they'd give up Netflix for a year in exchange for a COVID-19 vaccine. Women, only 14. Now, uh, video games, similar story, uh, about a 10-point spread here. 28% of men, 17% of women would give up uh, Netflix, uh, give up video games 
for a year in exchange for a COVID-19 vaccine. And now it's an interesting one. Uh, watching sports, 22% of men, 21% of women. Uh, coffee, 26% of men, 16% of women. Fast food, 20% of the whole population. Social media, 18%. Uh, would give that up in exchange. And then, interesting, recreational drugs. This is a wild one. I don't quite get this one. Maybe it's because we live here in Utah and, I don't know, less prevalent. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. 16% of folks said that they would give up recreational drugs in exchange for uh, a COVID-19 vaccine tomorrow. Now, what that tells me, well, actually, I'm not sure what it tells me. Who are these 16%? Does this 16% represent a portion of the population that, indulges in recreational drugs, and they would give them up. Anyway, you know what? It's probably best I don't speculate on that one. I'll just give you the details and move on. Shopping. Moving on to shopping. 15% of Americans would give up shopping, and then 10% of Americans would give up uh, uh, listening to music. Music's pretty good. Uh, anyway, so that's that. What, what would you give up? 575 is the Utah Community credit union text line, uh, if there's something that you'd be willing to give up for a year in exchange for uh, a COVID-19 vaccine, what would it be? Now, this is all hypothetical for two reasons. Number one, the vaccine is now open to everyone. It may take some time for you to schedule an appointment, but eligibility is wide open now here in the state of Utah, so you don't have to give up anything. Uh, and then second, and you know, more to the point, there is no black market for the COVID-19 vaccine. And if there is, it's illegal. Uh, I guess that's what a black market is, right? An illegal market. Uh, but anyway, this is all hypothetical, right? I am not offering up as some sort of like gimmicky radio contest. If you can abstain from alcohol for one calendar year, you are the proud recipient of one COVID-19 vaccine. No, that, that's, that's not what's happening here. You and I, uh, as friends, are gathered around here, our imaginary kitchen table, having a little thought exercise. 57500, Utah Community Credit Union text line. Quick break, back with more here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.